You're listening to DraftKings Network. Mo- yeah, model quality feet. I've been told that multiple times from Do you have a wiki feet? I do not. Not for free. <laughs> Stop thinking about what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, f- we're on. Hey, uh, welcome to Oddball. I'm Amino Hassan. That's Charlotte Wilder. We have quite the show for you today. A little bit later, we'll play bold or spicy. But first, the headlines. Blazers head coach Chauncey Billups was spotted talking to Kyle Lowry in a suite at a Colorado football game. It's always nice to get a head start on the season outlook with your vets. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. That one's from the future. It hasn't hasn't happened yet. It's okay. It hasn't happened yet. Go ahead, guys. Luka Doncic created a three-on-three tournament, which will be played on a court floating on a lake in Slovenia for the launch of his Jordan brand shoe called Lake Bled, which is also the name of the lake. And also this tournament might have already happened, but uh, we're in the multiverse. Going to have to change his name to Leka Doncic. Am I right? Tournament's sure to make a real splash. <laughs> the Washington Wizards signed Todd Gibson to a one-year deal. That's awesome, man. I, I really love seeing like second-generation NBA players make it to the big show, especially when they get to play for a team like their father played for. It's truly a special thing. I'll be honest, I didn't even know Todd had a son that was playing basketball. So, you know, this is this comes with some of the it's not his son. Was it some sort of coincidence? Like no, like it's someone else named Taj. It's the Taj Gibson. Taj Gibson's still in the NBA? You live and you learn. How about that? <laughs> you live a long time and you learn. You play a lot of basketball and you learn. A lot of basketball. A lot of basketball. MLB legend and Timberwolves co-owner Alex Rodriguez was reportedly asked by Timberwolves star Anthony Edwards, who admitted publicly he didn't know who Rodriguez was when they first met. That upon learning who he was, Edwards asked Rodriguez, how did you screw it up with J-Lo? My answer to Anthony is uh, when this guy comes along, how can you resist? Oh, man. He really has please, life please don't, out. please don't, But please don't ban me from Madison Square Garden or Dunkin' Donuts. The garden didn't even come in? This isn't even a New York story? I know, but I'm just covering my bases. Former Sacramento King and Dallas Maverick Willie Cauley-Stein told... The outlet Sportando in an interview that he left the NBA for Europe due to his dislike for the NBA's one-on-one basketball style, saying, quote, I chose to come to Europe because of the more tactical way of playing basketball compared to the one-on-one basketball that is played today in the NBA, which is conditioned by the player's desire to produce personal statistics. Here in Europe, every game and every ball is important, not like the NBA, where all 82 games are equal. Why the f- you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my god. Stop f-ing lying. USA Basketball is back atop the FIBA men's world rankings even after failing to medal in the World Cup. 
Which makes me question FIBA's rankings. Where do FIBA's rankings rank among all the worst rankings of all time? Like somewhere between anything from BuzzFeed and people's sexiest man alive. No offense to Paul Rudd, my close personal friend. You know Paul Rudd? Well, uh, sort of. Eight-time NBA All-Star Dwight Howard will meet with the Golden State Warriors this week, sources told Sham Sharani of The Athletic. The team has been exploring signing reserve veteran Big Bang to show up a front line that at times was overmatched last season. Dwight trying out with the Warriors is like running into the it girl from high school. You never got to ask out. Now she's imminently more available and for good reason. Yeah. Speaking of peaking in high school, the Orlando Magic unveiled their throwback jerseys for the 23-24 season. Charlotte, how many things can you recognize from this picture? Oh, a lot of things. I mean, right. there's you- a, a boom box. Okay. Some right. CD-ROMs. Those... Uh, CD-ROMs? Okay. I don't think those are called <laughs> CD-ROMs. They're just regular CDs. What CD is that at the top? This feels like a trap. It is, no, I'm just... I, I'm curious. Blueprint? Yes, it is the blueprint. What is that right to the top left of the of the CD? Uh, a film camera? Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a camcorder. It's not a, a film camcorder. camera. The controller down there, what kind of controller is that? On the Sega bottom Genesis? Right? That is not a Sega Genesis. <laughs> There's a hint on the screen, by the way, of what kind of controller Xbox. it is. <laughs> Try again. Uh, what are other controllers? There's a uh, hint Nintendo. on the screen. Nintendo. Not a Nintendo. <laughs> on the screen, there's a hint. On the screen, there's a hint? Yes, in the picture. This is fun. We need to make this picture bigger. Yeah, open it up. What are you doing? I don't know. PlayStation. Which one? One? This is amazing. <laughs> How about this? The sneakers, Charlotte. Which sneakers are those? Oh, you got the God. black sneaker and the white sneaker. Can you name either of those sneakers? No. Or how about this? The bottom left corner, under the white sneaker, there is what appears to be some sort of bobblehead. Can yeah. you name who that is in the bobblehead? That is Little Penny. Those white sneakers are the pennies. Those oh. black sneakers are the foam posits, which were the penny twos, I believe. Foam posits? Yeah, the black one called the foam posit. Awesome. Wait, there's some baseball cards. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking for other stuff that I can get right. It's like a. Do you ever read highlights? The magazine for nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like find all the stuff you can't. Anyway, is that how right. they market themselves? The magazine for nerds. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you and I read it. Speak for yourself. I skimmed mm-hmm. it. Okay. But Charlotte, yes, that opens the door for me to drop my top five teams that need to go back to their throwbacks permanently because hell yeah i was waiting for this i came to i came here today and i was like oh i can't wait for me to tell me what throwbacks i need to bring back permanently permanently number five bring back the clippers cursive right there that red jersey says clippers was nice and clean Mm -hmm. that black jersey where it says lac and it's kind of concentric it's ugly and it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense yeah clippers nice and clean i get it it reminds us of of a worse time but the jersey shouldn't take the brunt of that. that's not their fault. No, cleanse it. Number four, the Hawks Pac-Man logo era jersey. The one that Wilkins, oh, there's a, there's a sound effect. Dominic Wilkins used to wear this. Uh, Spud Webb, Doc Rivers. This is when the Hawks were good and they captured the hearts and minds of the city of Atlanta in a way that they really haven't since. So these are nice. They're clean. They're different. I like how the, the name is kind of at a slant. It's a lot cleaner than the 
god-awful, disgusting things they put on now. <laughs> Number three, the aforementioned Orlando Magic T-Mac G Hill jerseys. <laughs> I don't even know what they're called. I just like the way that the stars are kind of in the fabric. The champion ones were almost silky. You couldn't really see the stars unless you were really up close. So those are always great. Number two, the Suns Sunburst jersey. The Charles Barkley one. You know, it said Suns on a slant. You had the sun coming up. You could get the black ones like we have on the screen right here. You get the purple ones. You can get the white ones. They're all clean. That's the best jersey. Maybe the best jersey of all time of any design of any city of any team. And number one. The Sonics jerseys. Mm. And while we're at it, they need to go back to Seattle as well. Get them out of OKC. Get those pixel, pen and pixel, freaking clip art. Soda looking can ass. looking. Yeah, get your ass on. Give me, give, give me the old Sonics jerseys. The Sean Kemp, Nate McMillan, Gary Payton's. That's, that's the cleanest look right there. The Clippers would like us to believe that they shut down talks with the Sixers about James Harden per Brian Windhorst. Quote, the Clippers tried to trade for James Harden and that didn't happen, Windhorst said. And from what I understand, it was the Clippers who said, "Okay, there's no deal here. We're going to move on. And while I assume that they could certainly make a deal midseason, I assume that this is what they're going to go with. Uh, This is big. You can't fire me. I quit energy. The Clippers are like, uh, it, what uh, they didn't end it we ended it or like when someone breaks up with you but you're like I actually was going to anyway so you tell your friends you did even though you didn't Jeremy Lin and Tony Mitchell announced they're signing with the Kings alright back to the big show I love to see it man you know what if you keep working the NBA dream stays alive wait a second it's the Taipei Kings not the sac- the type it's the Taipei Taipei not type B, type A. Uh, you beat me to it. Damn it. After two seasons, HBO has canceled the show Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. According to HBO, the series had too much magic, but not enough dragons. You're way too proud to read that one. It's funny. Former Nick and Cavalier Damian Dotson agreed to terms with the Rockets. That's nice. I always thought he deserved another chance. A little bit a streaky shooter, but I thought he could get another opportunity. He could really prove that he was like con- the the Ningbo Rockets, the not not the Houston the Ningbo Rockets. Sounds like a racial slur. Damian Lillard revealed the latest colorway for his signature shoe, the Dame Eight Extplee. What is this? Capital E X T P O Y. Exit Exit Play. That would be fitting. Uh, called, quote, most criticized. Steph Curry heard that and said, hold my beer. Ah! Serge Ibaka signed with Bayern Munich. Okay. What's the catch? No, nah, like, let me guess. It's a, Oh, it's not actually Serge Ibaka. It's some other soccer player who's named Serge Ibaka. It's not Bayern Munich. It's like Bayern Munich's like uh, soccer player traveling team or something like that. What is it? It's, re- it's the real Serge Ibaka. Yeah. All right. There it is. That'll do it for headlines. Up next, Boulder Spicy. You laughing doesn't help at all. Sorry. 
Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight? You might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shay and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy for the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make Six Trophies your go to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Who it is muy caliente in here, as we say, down in L305, because we're about to play bold or spicy. Ah, that's a spicy mid-bowl. Hey, this is the game where we read statements that are either bold or spicy, and then we rank it on a rating from 1 to 10. 10 being, huh, it's, it's a uh, That's a ghost inducing. pepper, my friends. And then 1 is... Salt, I guess. So, Charlotte, are you yeah. ready to play? I've never been more ready in my entire life. That's a lie. Uh, this okay. first statement, Dion Waiters will make his NBA comeback. Dion Waiters uh, came out of Syracuse, was a top five pick with the Cleveland, and bounced around, kind of salvaged his career in Miami, got his big new deal, and then promptly got fat and played his way out of the league. Now he's been engaging in a bunch of off-season workouts with different teams. He's trying to mount an NBA comeback. Charlotte, the statement says he will make his NBA comeback. He will be back in the league this year. Scale of 1 to 10. Feels, feels pretty spicy to me. I mean, I'm going to give this a an 8. I'm going to give it an 8. So I think it's one of those things that you'd like to think for a player it's likely, but I don't think it is. All right. Moving on. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. The Brooklyn Nets black, white, and gray court is great. Give it a what's this? Is it, it's great? Yeah, I'll give that a two. Yeah. Like it's it's all right. Like uh, to me, there's it's two, all right. There's only two types of courts. There's like it's an okay court, and like that is hideous. I don't know if you ever seen Oregon. Ever seen yeah. Oregon's court where it looks like you're yes. in the middle of a forest, looking up into the one space to the sky <laughs> like that's an ugly court that's terrible that charlotte hornets court from from like uh the early 2000s where it's they've got the honeycomb and the honeycomb is very very prominent and the key is orange and the rest of the painted area excuse me the rest of the three-point line is blue but it's a gradient blue it's too much those are all ugly courts just give me simplicity and then i'll be fine i won't i won't lose my mind over it but i also won't like you know hate it I don't know. I think that the warmth of a normal court is very nice. And this one looks like me when my lighting is off and I look like I'm the girl from the ring. That's what this reminds me of. So like every time we do this show. Well, I'm a little bit. You're, trust me, you're not. And also, today. you never seem to have these problems on Gojo. So I don't know what it is. I think it's something you're doing that you're not revealing. Oddball is absolutely rigged for money. OK, moving me. on. Charlotte. 
Your statement is the Clippers will be sellers by the deadline, and I don't mean a basement. I don't think that's spicy. I think that's a, I think that's a three. Wow. Charlotte Wilder predicting imminent doom for the Los Angeles yeah. Clippers. I don't think it's going to go well, and that's just because I had to pick if it's going to go well or not, and I'm saying no. Does that make it a bold take, then? It's a bold take or a spicy take. Bold take. Right. Um, Jokic is already the greatest Nuggets player in franchise history. The one. Well, that that doesn't one. even require any thought. Uh, let's start okay. with how many MVPs have the Nuggets had? Two. Nine, They've had two. two. Nikola Jokic, two times. How many championships have they won? One. Nikola Jokic, right? How many Nuggets have averaged a triple-double? Damn near it. One. Nikola Jokic. It's, there's no... Like, who are the other names? The other names are uh, Carmelo Anthony, Dan Issel, uh, Alex English. Like, they're all great players. They're all, you know... Extremely elite players, but Jokic has surpassed them by a lot for a while now. The championship was just cherry on the top, to be honest with you. Even before the championship, he's been the best player the Nuggets have ever had. And it's, it's kind of wild. He was a second-round pick, and I don't think even he thought that he was going to be this. I mean, the story is when they decided to bench Yusuf Nurkic and start Jokic instead, Jokic actually cried because he felt guilty. He felt wrong. So, Really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. Charlotte, your All last right. statement. Eric Spolstra is overrated. Like, what are we doing? That's a <laughs> zero. That's not even salt. That's water. What? I don't think he's overrated at all. You think he's overrated? That's what makes it a spicy comment. You called it water? You think this oh, comment... I meant I meant that he, sorry, I got confused. That's a 15. Uh, play the game, Charlotte. Play the goddamn game. I got it's the scale hard. wrong. I got the, the scale wrong. Is I, crazy. Meant, I meant 10. The okay, yes, is crazy. I get it. I get it. I screwed up. I get it. I get it. I get it. Spolster is not overrated. This is a, a very spicy one because it is wrong. I'm moving on. Walker Kessler will win the Defensive Player of the Year award. That is your bold take. Walker Kessler is a great kid, man. He's got a great personality, very productive NBA player. I think he's going to have a great career. However, he's in his second year, and he plays for a Utah Jazz team that, while is decent overall, is horrendous defensively. They were in the bottom third of the league. And historically, Defensive Player of the Year awards go to players that play on teams that are excellent defenses. You almost never see, even if the player is a great defensive player, you almost never see them get that award if their team isn't in the top 10 defensively. Utah made a bunch of moves this offseason, but none of them that lead me to believe that their defense is going to be elite. Walker Kessler at that is, like I said, a second-year player, so it's harder for guys like that to get the benefit of the doubt over vets who've been doing it for a while, like Draymond Green, like Jaron Jackson Jr. last year's winner, like Bam Adebayo. So... I'm going to say that is a 10 out of 10. That's the sound and the play call for 10 out of 10. There you go. Bring it all back from the beginning of the show. It would be funny, though, if they just started giving it to guys whose teams, like, really sucked and they just tried really hard. Maybe maybe that's what – I want to see that defensive player of the year. I want to see teams that really needed this guy, and even though they were still terrible, this guy was great. 
That's what Charlotte wants to see, everybody. I want to see you learn how to play this game. How about that? I just, it's all very difficult. How you doing over there? Not bad, you know, just doing my daily routine. Yeah, it looks like spa day chill over there. No, you know, I mean, like, I just like to take care of myself. That's all, you know. Hmm. Did you see that um, Jakeem Noah officiated Derek Rose's vows or vow renewal or I don't know what it was because I think he was already huh. married. No way. Yeah. It's cool. Would you ever have a co-worker officiate your wedding though? Or former uh, co-worker? Dan, Dan Levitard had Pablo Torre do oh, uh, yeah. officiate his wedding. Also, my friend uh, Prim Seripipat, when she got married, she had Matthew Berry officiate her wedding. That's the talented Mr. Roto. Yeah. Wow. Very fun. Two very fun weddings. Who do you think would be the best officiant, like the best person to marry you of current NBA players? That's a good question. I know. I think the first one that pops into my head is Boban. Uh, 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 (laughs) I'm going to say everyone loves Boban. Boban's delightful. But a big part of being efficient is like, they got to understand what you're saying, right? Like the, not just the bride and groom, but also like the lovely audience. So Boban, I could see that the accent coming in being a little bit detrimental there. Maybe he's more of like an adorable flower man. (laughs) 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 Like he's a flower girl, but he's a flower man. Yeah, I'll allow it. You know what who else would you be very bad though? Who's that? LeBron? Is... Does he make it about himself? I was literally oh, just about to say that. Yeah? I was just yeah. I was literally just Same about no to say too? LeBron because he would make it about himself. That's amazing. Or, or, or Although, and, no. and I think and MJ would be good because he'd make it all about himself. No, you you know exactly. <laughs> 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 ah, I just love that idea of someone arguing. No, no, but Dorn would be so much better because he'd make it all about himself. While LeBron, he just make it about himself. That's why he wouldn't be good, clearly. Well, no, I, okay. Let me think about this for for real now. Like, who okay. would be? I think. Well, oh. it depends on what kind of ceremony you're having. Are you having I have like a, it. a religious ceremony? Oh, if it's a re- well, you could have a Mari Studemeyer do a Jewish wedding. Well, Stoudemire. Stoudemire. I always say it wrong. Stoudemire. You, you, do, you do it like like he's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, Welcome to the tribe. Yeah. There you go. Uh, for a Christian wedding, I would go Monty Williams. Very oh, religious yeah. Dude. Very religious dude. So I, I would go with him for that. Soulful, I, too, though. If I wanted a funny wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I would go, okay, here's a little off the board. I don't know if people, Dennis Smith Jr. Hilarious. The dude is hilarious. Really? I'd have him, yeah, he, he'd be funny. If I, I think wanted, if you, yeah. like a spiritual one, mm-hmm. like a like a non-denominational but spiritual one, Clay Thompson. I th- I'd be worried he wouldn't show up on time. Oh, yes. Good point. Have hire the back. Hire the fake Clay Thompson as a backup. If I wanted to do a traditional Sudanese wedding, I get John Morant. Just fire some shots up in the air. So how they doing today, man? I'm just trying to tell you guys. What do you think about Robin Lopez? 
uh, if it was a, a Star Wars themed wedding, a Disney themed <laughs> wedding, for sure, Robin yeah. would be my officiant. Any also, this feels too obvious, but like any of the TNT crew, except maybe not Shaq. I don't know if Shaq, I feel like Shaq might not get that into it. Shaq might end up marrying himself by the end of the, show, the ceremony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Shaq could be the DJ. There you go. Shaq could be the wedding DJ. Yeah, there you go. Oh, no, you know who want... I'd want to do it? Who? Kevin Garnett. No, that would be too intense. Way too intense. I think he, it, well, I could see that. I think he could bring just like Ooh. a. Oh, I, I got an idea. Pop and. um. Oh, I know what you're going to say. And Paul Pierce. Handling the catering behind oh. the bar, great wine, great booze, right? Uh, I would go Zion for the food part of the catering. Always got to, always got to squeeze I'm, one in. Okay. I, uh, w- w- wedding planner. I got the wedding planner for you. Who? Chris Paul. The wedding planner <laughs> is always someone anal about getting everything done at the right time and stuff like that. So Chris, I think, would be the best person. Oh, he would be such a pain in the ass. He'd be yeah. like, photos were supposed to start seven minutes ago. With the clipboard. Holding yeah. the clipboard, yeah. And, um, what else? What What other? Ring bearer? Oh, ring bearer. That's easy. Who? Oh. God rest his soul. Bill Russell. Yep. Oh. Um, well, you know. Draymond actually might be a very interesting choice for... For Usher? Efficient. No, no, efficient? Oh, yeah. Who would be good at that? Um, Chris Paul. in the NBA. <laughs> Chris, Chris, just keep cloning just Chris, Chris Paul. Paul. <laughs> uh, I know an interesting choice for efficient. If you don't want the wedding to last, <laughs> Gilbert Arenas. Oh God! <laughs> just telling all the wrong stories. He's been with a lot of women, and I mean, <laughs> a lot of women. I mean, some of them. I was like, ooh. That's exactly how it would go. Gilbert just spilling the beans like, I can't Gilbert's believe like, we didn't. Seeing, <laughs> I can't believe you stopped seeing her to marry this one. Yeah, we were. But, I, <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> Thanks for watching another round of Bold and Spicy. Can we get a medic? Yeah, we need one. Badly.